Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRN Sunday for Sunday, January 1st, 2023. We've got another great show for you this week. We've got members of the media, academia, financial services, and government standing by as we analyze all the news and events for the week. So sit back, relax, enjoy this episode of BRN Sunday. kick off the, uh, I guess, our first show of the year uh, with a look at what's happening on in terms of legislation, regulation, litigation. Joining us on the line, you know them as the Legal Eagles, but they're also known to their families and patriots as Dave Levine, Kevin Walsh, both our principals with Groom Law Group, and that's an employee benefits law firm based in Washington, D.C. Gentlemen, Happy New Year to you both. Thanks so much for joining us on this Sunday morning. Happy New Year, Jeff. Happy New Year, listeners. Thanks for staying with us, and thanks for having us, as always. We hope 2023 is a good year for folks, and, we, you know, I'll begin with the first joke. We're going to tell you exactly when Secure 3.0 is going to pass. <laughs> All right. There you heard it here first, folks. Um, well, da- David, David, Happy New Year to you. And, uh, Kevin, I want to come to you first because we're looking prospectively uh, now into 2023. I want to get your opinion on what we can expect uh both with secure 2.0 but also as david alluded to joking aside what we could expect in terms of legislation uh in the coming year yeah so happy new year everybody and i hope everyone has a you know better 2023 for you know 401k and uh defined benefit pension account balances than than they did in 2022 um and i'll, I'll tackle legislative i think you know we have a divided legislature where you know, Republicans control the House and Democrats control the Senate. Um, so in the near future, I think we'll start to see provisions get floated as kind of, you know, individual, uh, you know, planks as the raft of Secure 3.0 or whatever it's called gets put together. Um, you know, there's a variety of areas where we could see legislation, uh, you know, collective investment trusts uh, and PEPs. You know, we see, you know, rules surrounding the ability of some university plans to use uh, collective investment trusts is somewhat quite where they need to be to make it you know, easy to do. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see legislation in that area. Um, but the other thing, kind of the big story I think we'll see on the Hill this year, will probably be on the House side where we start to see investigations. Um, so 2022 is a year for a lot of the legislation, and we saw Secure 2.0 pass. I think 2023 will be a year of investigations in Congress as, you know, Republicans who, who now will have subpoena power, um, you know, start you know, asking questions of, and in particular, I think the the ESG rule that that was released um, in the fall of 2022 is is probably going to be a key focal point. So I, I think that's what we'll see primarily in Congress. Uh, David, do you want to add anything on that, or do you want to pivot to regulation? I think I am on now. So apologies. You know, start off the new year with a technical glitch. Um, <laughs> I thought that that was I, I thought that was really good, Kevin. You know, my. I think one thing we'll have to see is retirement in times of division is often an area of compromise. Uh, so there is a chance that 
if Cong- if Congress at some point before the next election cycle, which is less than two years away, decides they want to show that they can work together, retirement could be it again. So don't don't hold your breath on that completely. Now, uh, on on regulatory changes, let's talk about that for a moment. Clearly, Secure 2.0 has a mountain of items. I'm guessing most listeners did not spend the holiday doing what Kevin and I did, which was reading this over and over and over again, because even though we had seen all the different drafts and over and over, there is this. This is this is like, well, I'll call it a treasure chest, although you may not agree with the word treasure uh, of provisions, everything from, you know, emergency savings, which got a lot of play and portability and and, you know, automatic enrollment and requirements and stuff for that for new plans in the future to minimum distributions. There's so much here. And there's a lot of areas where we'll need guidance on how all this fits together. And the IRS has had some chance to do some hiring, not, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in employee plans, but they have some hiring. Uh, it's small, but not but there is some. The reason why I say that is they have a lot on their regulatory plate. You put on top of this, they've got some other things. They still got things like a lot of things on pooled employer plans and other items out there. So we've got a lot to see as we go forward today. I think the IRS will be busy. And there's a lot of questions as we head into early in the year. For instance, I had a call yesterday uh, before the new year. And everybody, a client was saying, well, how do we deal with this that goes effect immediately for like minimum distributions and all these things? There's a lot of grayness. So hopefully we'll get a lot early this year. Pivoting to – go ahead. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, I think you wanted to maybe – well, I wanted to ask you, is the expectation – You know, we're joking about 3.0, but is the expectation that every year we're going to have some level of retirement legislation or is it just maybe every two years? Because I know we're kind of joking about it, but we're really not because there's still a lot of work to be done to, tr- to shore up – or true mm-hmm. up the American retirement system. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the answer is, is I would not bank on law every two years. Remember, we had a drought between PPA and Secure 1.0 of no major legislation. It was basically 14 years. So for this to move in two years, you know, everybody knows our odds were low and started to rise. I think that you shouldn't bank on it, but the discussions begin now is the short answer, Jeff. But if, if if I can add one other piece on this, yeah, sure. uh, let's talk about DOL, because I think the new year is starting with technical glitches, because I think we lost Kevin, actually. Um, the DOL at this point is a different discussion, because DOL obviously has had a lot on its regulatory agenda in 2022. It did a lot. We all didn't always agree. You know, clearly there's rumors that they will redo the fiduciary rule again. But there's a lot in here. There's a lot of reports in Secure Point O that 2.0 they're supposed to do. Things there's supposed to there's a lot of interpretive guidance that'll be there. So I think the DOL is going to have a, a busy year. And then I'm going to pivot because Kevin unfortunately got disconnected to litigation for like one minute. The answer is if you look back to where we started the year, uh we had 20 was like a peak year based on our internal groom numbers. 21 had a little bit less fee litigation. 22, kind, I don't think it necessarily reached the exact numbers, but pretty darn close in terms of the number of cases. While 22 was a year where we had a lot of defendants winning more cases, and we had some we defended that turned out great. 
the fact is you're seeing more and more lawsuits. They're getting more and more creative with more and more law firms. So my prognostication on, on lawsuits is you're going to see new types and evolution of lawsuits along with this, the same old bread and butter. But as I'm a defense lawyer, I'm not going to come up with theories for how these new lawsuits <laughs> should be brought. Yeah, I was not, I'm not going to, uh, was not going to set the table for that. I have a few ideas, but maybe as if cases develop, we can talk about what are some of the themes. Well, uh, David, really appreciate you um, kicking off the year with us, and uh, and your of course uh, your colleague Kevin. Sorry we lost him. You know, got, folks, sometimes it's just really challenging when you have people in three different places to bring them together, and we do a really good job for fifty two weeks in the year. David Levine, Kevin Walsh, wherever you may be in the e- internet ether, wishing you a very happy New Year and a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you so much, Jeff, and Happy New Year, everybody, again. We look forward to a good year with you. Thanks, David. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jeff. Bye-bye. And that wraps up this episode of BRN Sunday. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to? Drop us a line, and don't forget, for all the latest curated news in lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more and all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, visit our website and, of course, all of our streaming partners. Well, tomorrow we're taking the day off. It's a stock exchange holiday, but we'll be back for our first episode of BRN AM on Tuesday, January 3rd. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes.